Hello guys, welcome back to the Code Life Cymru podcast. This is June and it's really good to be back with you. I'm here with my great mate John Butler. We're carrying on the series about uh, staying in the game. This is the second episode in that series. And what our heart is for this particular series is to give you, to give ourselves a kit bag a kit bag of resources and ideas that will help us to keep following Jesus consistently, day in, day out, not giving up and always going for the more that we can only get in Jesus Christ. So this week we're looking at reading the Bible. It seems a really obvious thing to do when you follow Jesus, but can I just confess right at the start, it can be often very difficult to keep doing that each and every day. As we were preparing for this podcast, I read Psalm chapter 1, and I want to read that to you now, guys. Blessed is the one who does not walk in step with the wicked, or stand in the way that sinners take, or sit in in the company of mockers, but whose delight is in the law of the Lord, and and who meditates on his law day and night. That person is like a tree planted by streams of water, which yields its fruit in season, and whose light leaf does not wither. Whatever they do prospers. Guys, I'm convinced that when we read the Bible, and when we see that as the ultimate guide for our lives, then we are in the best place to be like that tree planted by streams of water, and to see everything that we do in our lives prosper. So, without any further ado, I just want to say hello to my great mate, John Butler. John, how are you doing today? Uh, Shamai John, yes, I'm doing well, thank you. Thanks for uh, inviting me back. He says, <laughs> says, 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 says the co-host, yeah. <laughs> I kind of feel like, though, that it's, it's nice that you keep inviting me back. I probably haven't yet got my head around the fact that we do this together. <laughs> I feel like your special guest speaker every time. I hope you feel very welcome. <laughs> I do. I always feel welcome. Oh, it's, uh, yeah, Tame Le Croissant, I suppose, or Tame Le Croissant. Oh, yeah. wow. Uh, brilliant. Uh, so, um, John, can I just start off by this conversation? Uh, because it is, it's, you're not here by invitation. This is always a conversation, isn't it? And I, I find these conversations really helpful. But I want to start our chat this month with a question I think is really quite pertinent. Um, what, ha- no, actually, how do you view the Bible in your everyday life what part does it play in your life does that make sense it does it does make sense yeah and i want to answer this with integrity that's why i'm pausing because you guess there's the sunday school answer isn't there of the the automatic it plays the most important part which is what my heart wants to say Mm. and then if i i want to have integrity about how i answer so i can honestly say i read the bible or part of the bible every day if not most weeks it'll be six out of seven days even if i if i'm completely honest like i will try it my aim is to read it every day and there are some days when for whatever reason maybe that doesn't happen but most of the time i read it every day so it's i guess therefore it's quite essential it's quite important it's quite key to my life but on the flip side i'm aware that there are lots of other things i read as well there's a lot of other content out there in life a lot of other noise uh, that I probably, again, if I'm being real honest, can easily spend more time on or thinking about or engaging with than the Bible. Not that it's necessarily a, a competition or there's a measurement for that. 
Do you, do you get what I mean? I so, do. like for an example, I'll give you an example. So, it's it's really easy to um, read a, a Bible study plan, a Bible reading plan, read a couple of verses of the Bible. I think that's really great, and then be done with it and move on with life, and then go into your emails or mm. get on social media, BBC News website, sport, you know, and then probably check the BBC Sport app or website more frequently than i would open the bible in a day that doesn't mean i've given it more weight in my life but there's the challenge there as i'm sharing this and i'm speaking Mm. to you i'm thinking oh hang on a minute what 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 does have the sort of the priority point in my life in terms of where i spend my time reading and digesting rather than reading random like sports news stories as opposed to actually meditating as you've just read from psalm one on his word day and night I don't really have an answer in that in that sort of rambling of my thought. I'm just trying to answer your question with integrity. Yes. Yeah, should I tell you how I feel about the Bible in my life? Because I think it's only fair when you ask the question, isn't it? Um, yes, please. Yes, please. I... <laughs> chuck me a lifeline here. Yeah, yeah, I'm going to chuck you more than that. Don't worry. I'm going to make you look good. Um, no, I, I... Like you, I aspire and I'm using that word very intentionally, I aspire to read the Bible every day. I, I, I want yep. it to be I want it to be my reference point. I want it to be the very thing good. that sets my compass for the whole of my life. I really genuinely do. But can I just yeah. can I just say that busyness in life, um and dare I say it, the the desire to do good things with my life crowds that out um yeah and it makes it sometimes it's inconvenient to stop and read the bible and read god's word and to meditate on it and to give it that time that i know i need to do because i've got so many other good things i i need to get on with and there are other times when i don't like reading the bible at all i don't like what it what it shows me i don't like what it what it um what it challenges me on and it's a bit of a mirror isn't it sometimes when we read it it kind of reads us as in it points out the stuff that we need to face up to and deal with in ourselves i mean yeah personality character yeah it's actually like a mirror if you could imagine having a mirror that's got the ability to stretch a hand out with a scalpel and just cut mm. you open and it's it's, yeah, yeah. it's it's for me it's just like um oh i tell you what i nobody will ever doubt my passion for following jesus but just that that bit which just the day in day out nature of this and what it requires of me sometimes i feel like the best thing i can do is put my bible down and not read it and yet yeah. that's the worst that's the worst thing that that i i can do and i i know that god um just just doesn't accept that at all i i know that he doesn't allow that to happen because what then he does is if i get into a bit of a bit of a rut with that and and i i'm kind of like 
I, I've gone a little while. And I, I don't know how to read this, and I don't really like what I what what it reveals in me when I do read it. He then starts waking me up at like three, four o'clock in the morning, and I'm bright as a button, and and I can feel in my spirit that I need to read scripture and I need to pray and and I need to recalibrate. So. Yeah. I think my love, my my relationship with the Bible is I love it, um, but I yeah. think it requires so much of me that sometimes I also like running away from it a little too easily. Does does that yeah. does that kind of resonate or does that? Yeah, no, it does. Yeah, it's it's not it's not a light read, as it were. It's not just a like a a novel that you can pick up and read without thinking or a graphic novel like a comic book yeah. story or a Star Wars <laughs> comic where you can flick through and just enjoy. Like, don't get me wrong, the Bible is definitely there to be enjoyed, but it's more than that. There's a there's a depth and a need to digest it, I suppose, if I can put it like that. Yeah, and I, I think, so, so for me, one of my favourite books in the Bible is without doubt the Psalms. Um, I think I'm. I, I think I'm a bit of a King David. Uh, I'm, I'm not elevating myself there because um, what I am actually saying. Good, you're good with a harp, right? <laughs> I'm gr- I'm great with a harp, and I tell you what, what you you watch me run <laughs> after a wolf and kill a bear, but the, the, I, I'm also that person who uh, at one point will just say, uh, "Oh Lord God, you are amazing. I love you," and, and just really get caught up in worship, yeah. and then the next moment I am like flat on my face going. Yeah, there's no way you can love me god it's like uh, you know and i guess yeah. all of us are a little bit like that but i am a, i am my wife will tell you I'm, I'm a person who's given to passionate extremes um in terms of um sorry i just realized what i've just said there <laughs> that's like well i know what you mean it's all yeah, good i think we need to move on quite quickly there but the, no no one else is listening to our conversation it's fine <laughs> yeah, i've just declared to the world that i am a man of passionate extremes but yeah i think um, right you the psalms yes with the psalms absolutely <laughs> yeah. so uh so yeah yeah it's um it's a, it's, a, it's, yeah. it's a tricky one i think to be fair because i i want it to be all of that i want it to call me out and i want it to lift me up and i want it to be the central part of my life the word is the, the very yeah. thing that points to jesus christ that's everything um but at the same time that is a very uncomfortable space to live in and i think that's like god's god intends us to live in that uncomfortable space as we mature i guess and become yeah. more and more like jesus don't we so um yeah let's um let's move on to what how how do you go about reading the bible if the bible is your guide for life yep if the, if it's if it's the ultimate guide for life this is manual if you like for us if we're going to get this life right if we're going to be the kind of men who yeah. Um, are godly and prospering in the way that God wants us to prosper. How do how do we go about even reading the Bible to to let it shape yeah. our lives in that way? Yeah, no, that's 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 a good, that's a great question. I think picking up on something you said there, I think it is an instruction manual, if you like, in one ways. I think it's also it's dare I put it this way, it's a love letter, and I don't mean a mushy sort of romantic love letter. I think it's 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 a it's writing to us from the heart and the character and the nature of God about his desire to pursue relationship with us and how he's done that through Jesus. 
Um, so there, there's that love letter element to it um, or yeah, declaration, invitation of connection and relationship. But there's also an instruction manual. But I think when we define it just as an instruction manual, two, two problems come up. The one I've already said, we sell the Bible short of what it is in its depth. But also if we tell a load of men that it's the instruction manual for life, what do you think they're going to do? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Because because I've bought I've bought furniture from IKEA and other places that are available, <laughs> and my wife tells me that these things come with instructions. I wouldn't I wouldn't know. I don't need them. I don't need the instructions, do I? Because I can build. I'm I'm a man. I could do it without the instruction manual. Yeah. Do, do you get me? Like how how uh, <laughs> how we can be a bit like that? And I think possibly uh stereotypes aside i think sometimes we can approach life like that in certainly the christian life and following jesus with almost like this kind of like i yeah i don't need help necessarily or or without a willingness to admit we need help so here's the thing though isn't it there's a problem with both of those things right because you tell me that the bible's a love letter right now i know i know that some of the some of the listeners will say john you're trying to kid us here because I know we know that you've watched Mamma Mia, but I don't particularly go in for rom-coms on a grand scale. Yeah. The whole love thing is—I I much prefer action. I much prefer um, thrillers. Uh, you know, all sorts of stuff like that. You know, uh, Mission Impossible over um, the Bodyguard. The Bodyguard. I mean, yeah, yeah. But and a rom-com. But yeah. but the point is, you know, so, so the love letter thing is a—that's I get it. But that, but maybe it's a bit weird. Um, and the instruction manual, I definitely get because none of yeah. us have ever read an instruction manual yeah, in yeah. our lives. So, so there's problems on both sides of that, isn't there? And yet, the Bible is something yeah. that we need to embrace. It is. And um, I, I, in preparation for our conversation, before I, before we decided collectively we were going to be talking about the Bible today in terms of the the staying in the game uh, series um, is I'd come across this quote which I then mentioned to you after we then decided what we were talking about and I just think it's perfect timing so I'm going to read this quote and then we can unpack this conversation around how we read the Bible I suppose this quote is more about why we should which we've both touched on but I think feeds into this this concept that we've talked through so the quote is from William Wilberforce who we both who we're both quite appreciative of. We've talked Proper about in previous episodes. If you've missed those previous episodes, listen back because um, they were they were good ones. They were Not that this one isn't, they but were they, were, they were good. Uh, so that this is the quote. The greatest gift of God is often either rejected outright or treated as if it is of little worth. But if we really began to study the Bible, we would be impressed with the proper value of this gift. It seems ludicrous that we have to exhort people to study the Bible. Mm. So the greatest gift of God is often either rejected outright or treated as if it's of little worth. And that's William Wilberforce. He's talking about the wow. value and the worth of the Bible. Um, and so, you know, we, we, we have to study it, not because William Wilberforce says so. Uh, partly, yes, because God invites us and instructs us to do so in the Bible. Um, like you said as well, John, when you read Psalm 1, it talks about, doesn't it, about the... The, the power of God's word in our life, that when we do meditate on it, it means we're fruitful. Mm. It means we're secure, we're rooted. Who doesn't want those things? Mm. So if we want those things, we've kind of got to put in the hard work, as it were, to spend time in the Bible. So I guess then we come to the how, don't we? We do. Well, I, I mean, I, I can talk personally about something that I found really quite helpful over last year, but also quite recently as well, um, 
is if I'm honest, using the Bible app, the U version Bible mm-hmm. app, free, you know, thousands of different versions, translations, languages, you know, Babel.net is included on there. Um, but also within the actual ability to read the Bible, press play and listen to David Suchet, Hercule Poirot or whoever, reading the Bible, you've then got all the Bible plans and devotionals and, and reading plans. Um, but I found particularly last year, so my wife Carly and I together, we both read a, the Bible in a year, a version of the Bible in a year plan together. And so knowing that each other was doing it, we didn't talk about it every day, but periodically talking about it. And also, if I'm honest, part of my competitive nature was to make sure that I was keeping up with her, that we both had the same days ticked off. And I think that does help. Bringing a little bit of competition brings a bit more consistency for me. And so reading a plan with her. And then likewise, this this year, uh, I've been reading lots of shorter plans as well as I'm doing the New Testament in a year, but lots of shorter little plans, sort of three days, four days, five days maybe, with a group of friends. And then you read it with those friends through the app and at the end of each reading or each day you can sort of jot down your thoughts and share them and some days no one writes anything other days a couple of us will write something and there's a bit of a conversation going but again the fact I'm doing it with other people because of my maybe competitiveness but also a little bit of accountability it makes me want to keep reading it to to stay in the conversation with them and to be consistent with what what I'm doing so that that's what's helped me the bible app and then reading plans with other people that's one really practical tip I can give what about you John well just just before I go on to me um I one of the things that stands out for me is you're saying that yes I get the whole um competitive nature of it and trying to stay ahead of your wife uh quite a tag that's that's a that's a great thing to do but um but also we're built for community aren't we even in our reading Mm. the part part of me what that's good part of me thinks that we're not actually supposed to read the bible in isolation are we supposed to read it with others alongside others it becomes part of that whole thing well that's that's true and when you consider the origins of the bible before it was written word Mm it was spoken word it was oral tradition it was, that passed yeah. it down that's how and even up until well just before the reformation really and around that time in recent history it wasn't accessible or available to be read by many people and it still isn't around the world mm. so people are memorizing it but also you've got that that yeah the power in it being read corporately i suppose but in community as well there, there's huge power in that really good yeah point, absolutely and we're all about uh at cvm cymru um cvm generally we're all about uh doing life together men men's groups all sorts of stuff like that um and i think uh just having that collective awareness of how the bible uh how god's word is shaping our lives adds a real powerful dynamic dynamic i think to um to everything that that we do as a a group of guys together so um yeah so for me um well this year um i have um read the message version far more than i have ever read it before i think i've just enjoyed um i've enjoyed reading stuff that i know pretty well in different words i think it's had it's had quite a big impact on me um so when 
you, mm. Eugene Peterson says things like, are you tired, burnt out on religion? And I think, yeah, yeah actually, you know what, sometimes I'm not far off that. And uh, and it makes me rethink that, what, what God, what Jesus is offering, how he's shaping my life much more. So um, I haven't, f- I, I'm not following a reading plan um, at this point moment in time um i haven't been a break from that um and i'm I'm just um just in my own prayer life just mm-hmm. saying to to the lord that you know can you just help me to get to the places in the bible that i need to get to for now for this moment in time it's amazing how i've ended up I- in those places and actually psalm one is is one of those moments that we read at the mm-hmm. start it was can you, I, I i oh god i just don't know I don't know what this is doing for me anymore and and then um uh, you know my heart just took me straight to psalm one and 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 i read it and i i just remembered that it's like this is about being fruitful this is about this is about delighting and why have i why am i not delighting in the law of the lord anymore why is the bible not just like the highlight of my day when i pick it up at this moment in time and it's just just that reminder and that was that was god just taking me to that place in the moment that i needed it Mm. um so uh so yeah it's a, it's a bit more random for me right now but uh, you know in a couple of months time I'll probably be back on a reading plan because I do lo- I love I love the structure of that and I love that way that that can take you through uh parts of the bible you might not go to in in any other way so I yeah. guess what we're saying is there's this kind of thing isn't there where where we can do it really really um structured so we 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 get into a bible reading plan we do that with with our wives or with our mates and we 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 have that community thing going on or we just take a step back and just say actually do you know what i'm just gonna i'm just gonna be a bit more random about this and see where it takes Mm. me and both have their their places don't they in our lives yeah yeah and i think if we're going for the second option it's good to get some resource behind us to help with that Mm. i don't mean finance but i mean like study material or well like you said different translations or versions of the bible perhaps just to enrich that yeah when you when you read psalm one it reminded me of um a good book i started uh, a few years ago and i can't say i i've read it all because i haven't um but i still recommend it it's called my rock my refuge and it's by uh tim keller timothy Mm -hmm. keller and it's basically a year of daily devotions in the Psalms. So um, I think the book had a different title in America when it's published, like the Songs of Jesus. And the idea being that the Psalms were like the hymn book or the song book that Jesus would have known in terms of worship and devotion. And Psalm 1 actually begins with that, doesn't it? Again, it talks about meditating on God's word or the law day and night. And so the, the, the My Rock, My Refuge is a great resource if you're going to buy one bible study book it's not an intellectual study book Mm. it's definitely like a heart study book but it just gives you a a year 365 Um, so you can do on a leap year and have a day off Uh, it gives you 365 um readings through through the psalms um with some devotional thoughts just helping you unpack those pray through them so it's, it's really good for devotion i recommend that if you're looking for something to do something different to read it'll get you through the psalms that are trickier and longer as well um, it'll keep you going through those. So yeah, I I do recommend that. Brilliant, uh, and that reminds me of a little uh, little story from from my past. Um, so I used to work. I I don't mind naming this because it was it was a moment that was 
quite embarrassing to be fair uh, i used to work for home for good uh it's the adoption um ministry uh getting churches oh, yeah. engaged in, in adoption and fostering that was started by krish kandaya um and yes. um i remember when i uh, when I first worked there, I was a little bit in awe of Krish because I, I always I just, you know, the stuff that he would come out with and his just his, his just his general. Uh, Did you ask for his autograph? I came very close, um, but um, <laughs> but so he wrote this book called uh, Paradoxology um, a few years back, uh, and it wow. and it was looking at all of the what looked like the contradictions in the bible and how they're not contradictions and it's a very it's a really okay. really good book right but at this moment in time i was trying to impress him and i felt a little bit of pressure to 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 uh to to, to appear to be more engaged than i than i perhaps was so i like literally said to him in front of a whole group of people i said paradoxology is a really really good book um I'm I'm loving reading it. I haven't completed it yet, but what I have read is um, is brilliant. And then he asked a question that I did not expect him to ask. He said, "How? What's your favourite bit? No, how far oh, have you yeah. got in the book?" And I'd literally only read the introduction, so oh, I had dear. to say to him, "I've read the introduction." I've read the foreword, which was written by someone else. <laughs> it was like it was like the most embarrassing moment in my life. Just as you were talking about oh, the Tim Keller book and that you hadn't quite finished it, it just it took yeah. my mind right back to that moment. And um, yeah, our relationship changed forever <laughs> on that particular day. So uh, that's, uh, that's brilliant. It's, oh, that's good. It's so bonkers, isn't it? You know. Um, yeah, it is. But, yeah. <laughs> but there we go. Um, well, there's a couple of other there's a couple of other books I can recommend for devotional Bible reading. Have you read them? One is, yeah, I have, I have. One of them is one of them is Soul Fuel by uh, Bear Grylls with a little bit of Nicky Gumbel in there as well. Of so course. that's just taking like rather than massive chunks of the Bible, that's just a couple of verses mm. a day, or sometimes just a verse, and then a devotional thought around that. And if you're doing nothing else, that's a great way just to kickstart your Bible reading and to get back into it. Sure. Um, but the but the other one, like I said, Tim Keller, the Book of Psalms. He's also done another one which I haven't read. But if it's any if it's any similar to the Psalms one, which I'm sure it is, it would be another phenomenal one worth getting. And that's the Way of Wisdom, and that is basically a year of daily devotions okay. in the Book of Proverbs. So I think you know, you get those. You got yourself two years worth of Bible reading if you get both the Tim Keller ones. But they're good for devotional hearts reading as we're talking about kind of the idea of meditating and yeah. thinking about god's word they're good for that have you got any tips for intellectual study john uh, no not for intellectual study because i think i've already outed myself as a non-intellectual um so um, oh come on no no i'm just I'm, I'm just i'm joking i'm joking um here's the thing i what i would like to recommend is for those moments where or, or those times in our lives where actually it's a bit much uh, we you know like for for us to give you a big resource that takes you deep into the bible is that you actually are not quite there can i just recommend the uh six book series called the manual that cvm oh, yeah. has done it's like literally gives you one verse and a five minute thought for the day and there are Very moments good. when that's all i've been able to do and it has 
I've stayed in the game because of that, if that makes sense. It has probably... They're pocket size as well. They are, absolutely. And you can get them on Kindle, I think, as you, well. You can get them yeah, you can get them on Kindle. You can get them from the cvn.org.uk shop. You can you, you can even get them on Amazon, I think. Uh, but if you do go... And the good thing about them is they're not dated. So you can... As in, if it's not like you've got to read a certain one on January the 1st and another one on like April the 14th. So you haven't got this worry that if you miss a couple of days you're out you can just use them yeah at any time in the year absolutely so there's no guilt thing going on with that uh, the other no. the other recommendation i'd have is uh, uh, the cvm um uh bible readings that are on the youtube at uh, youtube the U version uh bible app um, yes called how 52 stuff, men of the bible is on there. 52 men of the bible how stuff works all sorts of you know uh, so that's that they're good ways of getting us into the bible on the cvm cymru youtube as well you've got the 52 men of the bible videos going up each week so that's that's in 2022 so there's a whole bunch of those that you can get into uh, there are lots of ways of being able to get into the bible but what we're not recommending here is just reading the Bible for the sake of reading the Bible. And even that sounds heretical as I say it, uh, because just reading the Bible is a good thing to do. But we want to we kind of encourage the guys, I think, out there to, to read the Bible knowing that actually what we're doing is we're connecting with the real word of God, which is yeah. Jesus Christ. And, um, and And the more we connect with God, the more we repair that relationship with god the more he changes us the more we become mm. um the very person that we were always created to be we become more christ-like more like jesus i and i think that's bonkers isn't it like that by actually reading god's word as often as you can uh, daily weekly mm. whatever that actually it begins to change your life to to that degree and you know you see the power of god working out in your life i you know what other book is there that could actually do that in our lives do you know what i mean there isn't yeah no you're, you're right it's great um yeah. there's a reason why it's still the best seller like generation after generation it's the world's best selling book do you know what i mean and yeah there's a reason for that isn't it it carries the power of god with it um have you got anything else you want to say? I don't think so. I mean, if you wanted to <clears throat> look at more sort of in-depth intellectual study or even trying to get the most out of your Bible in addition to some of the devotional stuff we've recommended, there's a great book by, um, we talked about it briefly before we came on, didn't we, John? Um, How to Read the Bible for All It's Worth mm. uh, by Gordon Fee, I want to say. You can say it if you want to. Uh, no, it is Gordon. It is Gordon Fee. Yeah. You're right. Yeah. yeah. How to read the Bible for its worth. And that just helps us, gives a bit of skill on some sort of an introduction and basic level on on Bible study in terms of understanding some of the history and the different types of literature within the Bible, and then just being able to read them fully armed and fully loaded. But I think just just reading the Bible devotionally, you know, sandwiched with prayer uh, as well is really important. Um, you, you know, Psalm 1 talks about meditating on God's word day and night. That idea that we're thinking about it, we're digesting it, we're dwelling it. And so that requires us to actually not just read a couple of verses and move on. It's just to return to that same thing. And actually, even if you all you do each day is you read the same verse or two verses for a week, I think that's probably going to bear more fruit in your life than trying to read whole chapters mm. 
and cram as much into a short space of time as possible. It's always uh, uh, quality over quantity, isn't it, with the Bible? It really, really is. Uh, I remember um, a few years ago, um, I heard that um, Nicky Campbell would read the Bible. Not Nicky Campbell, Nicky Gumbel. Sorry, I don't know who Nicky Campbell is. Um, He's a... Is a radio So Nicky Gumbel would read the yeah. Bible through four times in a year. Absolutely. Wow. It's, it's like mental. So I tried to do that. I tell you what, it was, it was like I I literally I, I I caught myself coming on the way back round, you know, it was just like ridiculous. You know, if you try and read too much, it just becomes horrific and it becomes a burden if you're not careful so i really want to emphasize what you've just said read just a small amount and let it saturate in your heart that's not to say nicky gumbel was wrong by the way but you know obviously it worked for him um yeah Yeah. i guess it's what we've got time for yeah and we don't want to set ourselves up to fail and guys please don't hear us telling you that we're saying you've got to read it four times a year or you've even got to read it through once in a year like we're just encouraging you and we're trying to resource you uh, and we're also sharing honestly, like what we do to, that helps us, where we've maybe struggled, um, what other you know other things that crop up in life, like the distractions of life, but also just being disciplined and committed to reading it because we recognise the fruit it does bear in our life and the the way in which it does help us draw closer to Jesus and hopefully reflect him more to our families, yeah, and our friends, yeah. and those around us too. One of the things that occurs to me, John, um, is that throughout the course of of my life trying to follow jesus i've read lots of books written by really godly men great books and i've read them and i thought do you know what if only i could be more like this guy who's right reading this who's writing this book if only yeah, i could yeah. be more like that so i said okay the way i'm going to be more like that person i'll reread his book and i'll saturate myself in this kind of things and it's and, and then you, you what happens is you over time you realize that the reason why that guy is able or that that person's able to rewrite what they what they've written is because they've spent time in the word and and that's the place where you become True. more and more godly more and more like jesus so i i kind of just want to throw that in there. there that i have guys i have been in that place where i've thumbed my way through books um over and over and over again because i want to be like the author well the bible is the only book where when you read it more and more you get become more and more like the author and it's the right author to become like so i just want to put that one in there um and finally before we finish how about this i'm going to go back to my billy graham quote and that is uh, when he said if your story is not working out well today and you're following Jesus, this is not the end. I've read the last page of the Bible and I've seen how it works out. The other part about reading the Bible is it properly protects our sense of hope because it's the only place where there is hope. So if you're feeling down, if you feel loads of us are coming out of like the last two and a half years feeling like our brains have just been completely fried, we've got we're feeling like. Uh, you know my emotions are all over the place i uh, may even have mental health issues and problems um well you know go to the right places to look at you know to get good advice and help there but also read your bible because what the bible will tell you is that what happened over the last two and a half years that ain't the end of the story the end of the story is jesus makes all things new john it's been brilliant chatting with you i love chatting about the bible to be fair um it's a it's always uh, 
a great conversation. I don't know where I was going with it that. It is, yeah. But yeah, no, no, I think you're right. There's there's lots to be said about it. There's lots more we could have said. You know, by all means, if you're listening to this and you're thinking, oh, these guys didn't talk about this resource or they didn't share this tip, we're happy to hear some feedback and hear back from you. Um, you know, share your share your recommendations with us too using the usual ways, uh, Twitter, um, social media, email, you know. Yeah, whatever way you want to connect with us, we would love to hear from you. Please also do do get connected on social media we'd love you to share these podcasts if you find, if you're finding them helpful that is with all your mates um we just want to encourage as many men as we can to stay in the game to get your kit bag sorted out and obviously the first thing we've got in our kit bag is the bible next time maybe we'll talk a little bit about prayer maybe that might be a good place to follow on. Yeah, that's a good um, one. I like that. Yeah. Let's do it. So, John, being good to chat with you. Great to see your um, lovely smiling face again. And um, I hope you have a good month ahead. Thank you. And you too. Always a pleasure. Diochen Val Yaun for your time. And yeah, look Close forward on. to catching up. Oh, there you go. Look forward to catching up and um, talking about prayer and staying in the game next time. Brilliant. Speak to you soon. Take care. Well, guys, that's it for this month. Thank you for listening to the Code Life Cymru podcast. We really do appreciate all the support that you give us. And it's fair to say that we couldn't do any of this without you. So please do remember to head across to our YouTube channel and subscribe to it if you haven't done so already. And please, please do consider visiting CVM org.uk forward slash donate to support us financially every penny raised in wales is used here in wales to spread the gospel thank you very much diochen vawr iawn